0: Vision Blast-Off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, all you wonderful, brave-hearted women. It's your girl here, Dawn Damon, Braveheart Mentor and Vision Architect, helping you build a beautiful desired future for your life. Now, today we're going to do something really special, so stay
1: tuned.
0: Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you, so hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way, you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. And I'm super excited to introduce to you my guest. Now, she's Maybe new to some of you, but she and I have go what we go back maybe thirty years. Not that you know, so we met when we were in a while. <laughs> but my guest today is Michelle Steffes, and like I told you before, every now and then, maybe once a month, every six weeks or so, I want to bring you another coach who is delving into this whole area of helping you live a brave, bold, audacious life, and that's what Michelle's doing. She has. Thousands of hours in studying neuroscience. She's been my guest in many of my conferences because she understands physiology, human behavior. She knows how to utilize the cognitive methods to accelerate your growth and increase your performance and transform yourself, get rid of those defeating mindsets. She's got over 20 years of experience in leadership and all those things. But she's also the author of two books now, but one I want to talk about today, Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. So everybody, let's give a brave welcome to Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic. Thanks for that wonderful introduction, Dawn. It's always a joy to be with you. Thank you. It's always
0: wonderful to have you. So let's get into this because your book, Reframe and Rewire, or Rewire and Reframe, (laughs) Both things are necessary. And so introduce a little bit about the book and what made you write this book?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, The book was an inspiration, not only because of some past trials that I've faced, and I've heard you talk about yours before as well. And, you know, it's always good to be transparent and candid. So, you know, earlier and actually as a teenager, I was extremely insecure, Um, grew up in some abuse in the home life. So that kind of developed into my adult years, as many of us probably recognize, and I had to learn how to get past the inner turmoil, the, the ugly inner dialogue that we tend to pollute ourselves with consistently. So that's kind of where it all started, but then it blossomed into you know, many leadership positions, learning about people, how to manage them at a level of empowering them, rather than just saying, hey, I'm in charge, right? And, you know, having to grow through that. And then it developed into studying human behavior. I've got over 10,000 hours of studies in human behavior. And as you'd mentioned, you know, the, the, the mental part, the, I like to call it the neuroplasticity, as well as the physiology pieces that help us understand that we're actually kind of a machine inside and we can control the buttons and switches by making better choices, not only in our thoughts. But in our um, our inner dialogue, our behaviors, our our day to day habits, which is why the book "Reframe and Rewire: Greatness Through Daily Routine" is what we're talking about right now. So that gives you kind of a brief introduction. Beautiful, and I love the word
0: blossoming. First of all, I watched some of that from a distance. Michelle Steph is becoming this amazing coach and all of the neuroscience that you have given yourself to study. And it's been fascinating to watch your own transformation. And I'm not sure how old you were when you started all of that, but I love the word blossoming because we have a lot of late bloomers in women that are in the next season of life. I call it the second half, best half. It's never too late to bloom, to blossom, to open up your heart to open up your mind, to have a growth mindset that says, I can still change. I can grow. You know about the brain. Can they indeed still change? Can the brain change?
1: Or is it you can't teach an old dog new tricks? i'm so thrilled you asked that question i love that question i you know i've done uh, multiple events and you know sometimes you'll have somebody in their 60s or 70s that'll ask me that question and i love answering it because the answer is yes you can change uh because of the gift of neuroplasticity and i do see it as a gift from god um Mm -hmm. that we have the ability to rewire And what I mean by that is your neuron, okay, and you have 100 billion of them, they're all in your brain, can only hold so many connections at a time. So in other words, you can exchange out old, nasty thinking patterns and purposely put in new ones to attach to it. And that's an evolution that's constantly happening throughout life. Good example for me would be algebra. That ship sailed 30 years ago, okay? I couldn't do an algebra problem if it meant to save my life right now, right? Because I don't use it, use it or lose it. So here's the deal, okay? If all you're doing is thinking about everything that's wrong in your life and all the chaos in society and you're watching the news all the time and you're ingesting all this ugly constantly in your brain, guess what? You're growing it on your neurons. You're creating what's called neural networks, but you have the ability by choice to begin wiring in something better. Like, let's start with God's word, right? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Proverbs as a man thinks, so is he right. And in Philippians, think on things that are good and pure and noble and lovely and of good report. I mean, these are God's rules or laws for a happy life. Right. And I guess I don't like using rules or laws. It's more like a love letter but it helps us to live a full life. And no matter what age you are, you're always neuroplastic. I'll say one more thing, and then we'll go on to the next piece of this. So here's the deal. When you're zero to seven, you're most neuroplastic, okay? Because you're just constantly sucking in and absorbing everything. You don't really use your conscious mind that much. That's why you can tell a kid there there is a Santa Claus or, and they believe you. There is a tooth fairy and they believe you. But as you get older, you're less neuroplastic, but you're never not neuroplastic so does that answer your question yes all right so you you have confirmed to us and reaffirmed to us
0: that it's never too late to Mm -hmm. change right now change doesn't always happen instantly or overnight that'd be called maybe a miracle but little (laughs) by little right step by step but sometimes there are those aha breakthrough moments where the light is on and you're you you But we can intentionally deposit into ourselves Mm -hmm. how we want to think, what path we want to take. We don't have to just take the automatic, habitual journey to depression, to negativity, to woe is me, to victim. We can interrupt that mug, I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can interrupt that thought and say, wait a minute, let me think a better thought. Let me ask a different question. Let me question that thought. Is it Mm -hmm. really true? Ooh, yes, is that a good habit to have? Maybe to, to, I call it pause, ponder, and then pick what thought you really want to dwell on. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. About well, you know, God's word even tells us, and I can't quite remember the passage on it, but it's take every thought captive mm-hmm. to the obedience of Christ. And I love that because what you just shared is an exact picture of that. We're not just supposed to just let whatever falls into our head just kind of lay there and you know stew on it. In fact, the more we stew on it, the bigger neural networks we create. If I had some kind of a crazy scale right now and I could weigh out your thoughts, good versus bad, and you have about sixty thousand thoughts a day, by the way, and I could weigh them out, is it going to tip more to the negative or the positive? Because if it's tipping more to the negative, chances are you have spent more time and worked very hard on more negative neural networks than positive ones. Okay. So this just begs the question. And by the way, I see you've got some cords there hanging off
0: of your microphone. I, I also have some cords here. I heard someone once say that when you first start a neural pathway, it might be as fine as a hair, but after a while, it's
1: really thick, strong. Can we break those? How can we break those? Well, I think you already answered that and yeah. that is when you said that it doesn't happen overnight because we didn't get into the situation we're in right now overnight okay mm-hmm. so if you're anxious and stressed and dealing with depression and and, and believe me our our both, I know all, both of our hearts and I can speak for you as well don go out to you okay that's hard that is really hard and the idea of you know where do I start can be absolutely overwhelming and that's when you should get some help you know, get a helping hand, get a coach, ask Don, ask myself, ask a, a counselor, psychiatrist. But anyway, back to what we're saying is realize that it's the little things that you do every day that make the biggest difference. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just dedicate yourself to say 10 minutes of Bible reading a day and don't go away from it. I, I've heard Don talk many times about not shirking back, be brave, walk into it, make it happen. Right. You know, write notes to yourself. I just heard that on a podcast recently that Don shared. You know, and I think those are great tips because a lot of times we need those triggers or reminders to stay on the course that we need to be on. Decide to shut the news off or uh, manage, say, an allocation of time where, okay, if you got to hear the news, fine. How about an hour a day? No more. Or a half hour a day? No more. Exchange out what's hurting you. Too much social media? Trade it in for something more nourishing to your soul. This is really what it takes. And the more you build those little new habits the more you'll begin to notice the change over time, over time. Okay. That's the big key word here. In fact, Mm -hmm. it takes about 21 to 30 days to grow a new neural network. Okay. And three cycles of that to, to actually oxidize it into your brain to become a solid full blown habit. So this is long-term. Yes. So we're playing the long game here. And
0: one of the things that I like to encourage my listeners and my brave hearted audience is that Without a picture or a vision of where you want to go, you may not be motivated to do this work. Mm -hmm. But if you get a picture of a preferred future, if you have a beautiful image and use your imagination to think about what could my life be like if I took the parameters off, if I took the boundaries off and I really allowed myself to dream and I start thinking about a picture Mm -hmm. Now I have an incentive. I have a motivation. I have a reason to take these steps. I have a reason to say, this is not serving me well anymore. And this habit, this thought won't allow me to get to where I want to go. And so I am highly motivated to begin this work. John Maxwell once said, I can tell if you're going to be successful. If I could just spend one morning with you, he says, the secret of your success is found in your daily routine agreed think that's true
1: oh 100 (laughs) percent
0: reframe and rewire okay so what's where you're
1: you're hitting the nail on the head over and over again and and i i I hope you don't mind my sharing all these bible verses but the one that pops out immediately when you shared the john maxwell you know without vision the people perish perish We have to have a why, a purpose, an intention. And and what I work work with a lot of big companies as well. And I always tell them, look, if you know your vision and it's not just some fun writing on the wall, you know, it's not aesthetic. It's something that is powerful. Then what you can do is take that vision and begin to align all your decisions with it. Should I be involved in this expenditure? Does it align with my vision? Should I be involved in this meeting or this group? Does it align with my vision? Exactly. Should I be, you know, doing what I'm doing right now? Does it align with my vision? And the more you begin to make decisions based on that vision, the faster you're going to get to your destination. And so, again, yes, like you said, it'll motivate you. So I
0: also believe in the power of routine. And what you're saying about the, the verse is one of them that I share all the time. And I want to just say this a minute too. If you're listening and you're not necessarily a woman of Christian faith but you are spiritual. I want you to know that all of the laws in this world work if they have a, if they work that means there's a law giver. in other words, gravity works it's just a law it works the law of attraction it just works yeah it, it, it's true the law of vision it works you know, the law of focus. So if there's a law that works consistently and over decades and centuries of time, we can understand there is a divine law giver. So yes, I do believe in a divine creator. So don't throw this out just because you think, oh, it's Christianity. Understand, these are principles that work in this universe. But what I was also going to say was, for women who really want to say, "I want to transform my life. I want to change my life." I have I haven't had a vision, but I'm starting to get one. When you get that compelling vision, there's another translation of that verse. without a vision, people throw off focus. Mm-hmm. They just do whatever. They just live mm-hmm. like a little tumbleweed, right? Just roll here and there. Yeah, when you have a focus, like you just said, now I can say my vision is so powerful, it imposes on me a discipline. I have a vision of me, let's say, weighing my ideal weight and being toned and being healthy. Now here comes a cupcake. Am I going to eat that? And you say, Oh, you have such willpower. No, I, I don't have willpower, <laughs> I have vision. I have such a strong vision that I know if I eat that, it's not going to help me. It's not going to move me forward. So I say no to that. Uh, Any thoughts about the discipline that it takes to
1: continue down the path of routine and consistency? Well, I really believe that you'll never fit it in. Okay. So if you're thinking to yourself, Oh, well, I, I'm going to start exercising, but you know, I, I can only fit it in. As soon as you hear those words, that's a red alarm, right? Red alert. Um, oh, maybe I can fit it in after my lunch hour. Maybe I can fit it in when I get home from work. You know, as well as I do, that life starts during the day. It's like a freight train. At least it is for me. <laughs> it is. Okay. Not stopping it. <laughs> so you have to create a space for these things. And for me, and you'd read that in my book. It start it had to start early 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 in the morning and you said a few minutes ago how mornings john maxwell said yes. right it was john maxwell yep i love john maxwell by the way i do too <laughs> but it does it's it's what you do in the morning cuz really it's like um you know you we all of us charge our phone overnight right yes because we want a full battery right we don't want to wake up <laughs> with an empty battery no, that's no good no Okay. So you're, you're really the same. Your, your machine inside is like that as well. In other words, uh, when you exercise, for example, you're going to release endorphins, which create clarity of mind. They remove brain fog. They reduce the stress hormone cortisol. They increase your energy. You know, they give you a, they increase your immune system. It's, it's a chemical that's in your body. That's doing you favors just because you did it in the morning. Now, even if you don't like to exercise, there are many other things you can do to create an enhancement of the neurochemicals. You have 60 neurochemicals. So just the, uh, the act of, of smiling, Island. even if it's fake, oxytocin, instant release, okay? And you can't smile if you're watching the news, right? No, you can't. So we have, to, <laughs> we have to really start to think about what we're thinking about and what we're doing to change the behaviors, to change the body chemistry and to alter who we are. Now, a quick note on what you said a minute ago, if you don't mind. Sure. I use multiple sources. I read books of all kinds. I always tell my clients, look, I've got a multiple different sources I use for information. So I hope you don't mind. One of them's the Bible because there's a lot of wisdom in it, whether you're a believer or not, there's a lot of wisdom in that book. Absolutely. So, um, so you, I appreciate you, you know, allowing me to do that, but, but I also want the, the viewers to understand that, you know, uh, a knowledge can be power. No matter, you know, as long as you're getting wise knowledge from wise sources, it can be a game changer for you. So true. And we teach something called the
0: 606 rise. And I only use the 606 because it's a special number for my husband and me. So it can be five o'clock in the morning, can be six o'clock, it can be seven o'clock. Whatever your rhythm is for your body. But what I will say is, I have a very strong morning routine that when I wake up, I do six things at six o'clock, thus the 606 rise. But I want a magnificent morning because if I can order my morning, it dictates mm-hmm. the rest of my day. And I love what you said. The exercise is part of what I do, prayer and reading the mm-hmm. word of God is part of what I do. And meditation is what I do, and I do use meditation in breathing, diaphragmic breathing, because I used to have massive anxiety, and when I use the breathing, that also helps me. Are are do you agree with that? With the meditation oh,
1: and the breathing, hundred percent. All of those is huge. Uh, uh, the the people here, and I say in the West because you know I, I'm sure your podcast is like mine. It's global. Yes. We're like known to be shallow breathers yes. <laughs> and it doesn't get the oxygen to your brain that you need. It doesn't uh, create the homeostasis, which is I'm not trying to use technical words, but let's just say a calm state, a calm um, sense of being. Uh, it, it really does. It's a game changer. In fact, I work with first responders sometimes and they have to learn how to breathe, especially under stressful situations. Mm-hmm. So this is a powerful, another gift you have to alter your physiology and to bring down the stress level. It's very, very powerful. And I a hundred percent agree with you on the morning routine. I am just as I guess stuck on it or religious with it as you are. Uh, Mine starts at four 30 every morning. You have to find what fits you. It has for years. I love it. I absolutely, I mean, did I like it at first? Absolutely not. Right. I stood in the bathroom and argued with myself for 10 minutes when I first tried to do this. And usually I lost. Yes. Cause I, I didn't want to, I didn't, what am I doing? Why am I up? And I, you know, you start to reason yourself out well, of it. Right. The brain just goes right into rationalizing. It it's
0: like, Oh, we don't like this. This is not familiar. <laughs> so get out of here.
1: <laughs> right. And you start telling yourself, Oh, this is stupid. I need my sleep, you know? But the thing is, is the more that you Anchor your life into something you can control, which is your routine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The more um, you will feel in control the rest of the day. Okay. Th- that's really critical to understand. And say it, you know, say it again, say it again. It is so powerful. Say it again. The more, the you- more, the more you anchor yourself to your habits, to your routine in the morning, the more it will sustain you or help you to stay in control the rest of your day. Now no. let, let's, let's compare that to maybe what your current routine is. You get the last possible second, you rush and you get your clothes ready. And then you find out you can't wear them because something's wrong. And then your kid needs his lunch pack and you're hurrying up. And then you're telling him to hurry up or her to hurry up. Oh, hurry, hurry up. Come on. We got to go. Got to go. And you rush out the door and then you get into traffic and it's just all stressful on the road. And then you get to work. And then what condition are you in? You're, you got to be a stressed out mess. Absolutely. And, Not and just you think. <laughs> no. no, because stru- actually cortisol paralyzes the frontal cortex of the brain, which is the executive center of the brain. So now you got brain fog, brain, your scatter you're, you're bound, you know, you're getting upset at everything. And it puts you in a state that will keep you out of control the rest of the day. Yes. So why not go to bed 15 minutes early, 20 minutes earlier, and you can edge yourself into it little by little. Mm-hmm. For me, it, it turned out to be an hour earlier in the end, Right. So I can get up an hour earlier, but for you, it might be five minutes, then 10, then 15, then 20, then 30, but allocating that time and creating that space rather than fitting it in is the game changer. It is. That's the game changer. It is. And I don't
0: give up and don't give up. Keep going and, Mm -hmm. and start if it's a new habit for you, of course, start so ridiculously small that, that you can't Can't fail. can't (laughs) fail. You know, just a baby, baby, baby step. Mm-hmm. For me, I had a goal, and I wanted to do fifty push-ups a day or something like that. Yeah. I, you know how I started that routine? I just simply rolled out my yoga mat on my floor at the end of my bed. That was all. That was That's how true. I did it. Mm-hmm. And then I just got on my knees, or I sat on the mat. It, you know, and just little increments. Started with ten, yeah. and way up to fifteen, but. It's that easy. Right. And that's time. So if you set up a, just a too, too big of a goal, you're setting yourself up to fail and then you're you're going to, Oh, it doesn't work.
1: And then you feel bad about yourself and you beat yourself up and then you don't want to do it anymore. And then boom, you know, it's all over with, right. You remind me of the book, atomic habits by James clear. Love that book. Phenomenal book. That's exactly what that's about.
0: Yes. Well, and your book called reframe and rewire. Yeah. And there it is. Read me the (laughs) subtitle one more time. Greatness through
1: daily routine.
0: Greatness through routine daily. is
1: not a dirty word.
0: It's not a four letter word. It's a powerful <laughs> word, a word that will change your life. Absolutely. And so, brave hearted women, I want you to get that book. I also want you to find Michelle. You have an amazing
1: podcast, you do all kinds of things. Where can they find out more about you? Well, you can go to ipvconsulting.com. That IPV stands for Integrity, People, and Vision, in case you can't quite understand my verbiage here. Um, so ipvconsulting.com. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. Currently, those are the only two social media platforms. Um, and then, of course, my book is on Amazon, both books, uh, The Reframe and Rewire, and my newest release, The Machine Inside Me.
0: Congratulations, by the way. And I know Thank that you. book hit like the number one uh, spot on
1: the charts so well done my brave-hearted sister oh, thank you hey oh can I say one more word about that please uh, we are in the process of actually I'm on a mission here and I'm trying to get this into the hands of as many people that need it as possible we've already donated some to the Dearborn Heights Police Department for children of incarcerated parents um we've dropped some off at Have Mercy Homeless Shelter Family Promise Homeless Facility Hope for um, Single Moms. And we're trying to get this book into as many hands as possible. So if you know somebody or organization or a school that needs these books, let me know. Okay, wonderful.
0: And for all of you who are listening or watching in the video, I'm going to go ahead and put that in the show notes for you. So see it in the link there. And we'll make sure that you have a way to reach Michelle, should you want to participate in that.
1: Thank you once again for being with me. Final thought. Appreciate it. Final thoughts are keep reaching higher, reframe and rewire. Beautiful.
0: And as always, Dawn Damon, your Braveheart mentor and vision architect, leaving you the same way I always do. It is time for you to find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.